Hey everyone, my name is Anne Princess and my song is Save Me and you're listening to the Building Bridge podcast. Building Bridges. You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Today we build our third bridge to Norway this week and we're still not sure. I mean, you might as well, might as well pave it at this point, yes. build it in concrete. <laughs> <laughs> we're still not through with Heat 3, we see you. Um, we had so much bad luck recently with the finalists and the non-finalists in our podcast. So this time we really wanted to make sure we get at least one finalist. <laughs> well, the math is on our side this week. Yes. And someone who I think has pretty good chances, or at least I hope so, is Anne Princess with the song Save Me. Because she was pretty much our favorite song to begin with, you know, from the start when the MGP songs were released. And um, we made a reel for Instagram and a TikTok and we listed our top five and Anne Princess made the number one spot in our ranking. And of course, we wanted to interview her. So we sent her an email and we didn't get a response. And then uh, a few days later, Anne Princess discovered the video on TikTok and actually texted us. And she said she had some trouble with her email, but she definitely wants to talk to us. And yeah, we've kind of been buddies on TikTok since then. And she really does amazing content regarding mental health and, you know, how to stand up against bullies and... Uh, I was actually really inspired by all her content on social media and also her mother is hilarious and her reaction to Anne Princess getting accepted. I thought she was lovely and I that was confirmed during the interview. I, d I don't even know what to say. I'm just so impressed um, with her. And when I started reading her backstory, as I think everyone uh, who follows MGP should, um, it's it's really incredible, and we didn't really get into it in the interview because it it's honestly it's a downer. I mean, she was born and grew up in Liberia in a in a very awful situation. I think um, she would agree that I can say that. And she literally escaped um, with her mother, uh, who like they had to jump over a fence in the dark. Like it, it's it's crazy how they got out of Liberia. Mm -hmm and got to Norway. And of course she, she went to middle school and high school there and grew up then in Norway mm -hmm. and how that shaped her music and, and shaped her outlook on life. And that's what led her, I guess, to um, all these posts you were just talking about Sebi and, and what she wants to share and what she wants to do with the world. Yeah, I really, really hope that this comes through with the performance and with the staging. And we have the little postcard. We talked to her about that as well uh, in the beginning. Uh, Maybe she can bring her story closer to the Norwegian audience as well. And I really, really hope that she can secure a spot in the final. Let's hear it from Anne Princess. All right, so I've got the first question, Anne Princess. So um, I was looking into your background, obviously, and I was super shocked and almost in disbelief that Norwegian Idol apparently turned you down four times um, in the past. So just, just to start off with, how do you feel now? Like you've got this shot all of a sudden to represent Norway at Eurovision. I think, I think like that would be a great example of never giving up, yeah. never giving up uh, doing what you want to do and never 
believing the naysayers because I remember one um, audition. I don't know if I've auditioned four times. Maybe I have, <laughs> but I remember the latest one, the last one. I was like 26 or something, and I remember her specifically saying that I should quit music because I wasn't good enough. I was okay, but I was never going to make it. So I should just do something else. And I remember that crushed me. So I needed a couple of years to actually recoup. Um, but yeah, music is something that is in my blood and I never quit. And here I am. Here you are. Um, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> I have a small confession to make. Uh, we of course watched all, uh, we of course watched a press conference where all the MGP artists were introduced. And I, uh, I just loved you from the first second because you were so, oh. You were so happy and you were really feeling it. And like I, you walked in and you saw, I could see how happy you were to be there. And I mean, the other artists as well, but many of them were so professional <laughs> already. And so like, oh yeah, another job now. And you were just so glad. Right. And yeah. that's how I started following you as well on social media. And I actually saw your mother's reaction on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Was your own reaction similar? <laughs> Yeah, to to my uh, call from uh, from MGP. Yes, it was almost similar. My mine was more like disbelief. My yeah. mom is more like just belief. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, kind of reaction. Mine was more like, ha ha ha. You're not really calling me to tell me that I'm on MGP. That's not true. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah. That phone call, I should have recorded my reaction because that was one of the most, the best phone call I've ever had in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's reaction was priceless anyway. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's so cute. I mean, she's helping me go viral. So, um, <laughs> all thanks to her. <laughs> she doesn't know that video is on the internet. Oh. Only <laughs> for the best. <laughs> Uh, and Princess, on, on social media, you're sharing a lot of um, content about mental health and how to stand up against bullies. What inspired you to do this kind of content? Um, I think that what inspired me is that I, I don't really like um, social media. It was like I, I got social media in 2019 and it's because of my music. And I started creating like just party music that really didn't feed my soul. It didn't really have any meaning. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to like analyze who am I as an artist? What is my message? Um, what makes me different than other artists? And I, I, I have a strong story. I have a strong past. I mean, I've been through some stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so first i started like just sharing my story about you know being different and struggling with loneliness and then suddenly more and more people were like me too oh my god thank you thank you for sharing that thank you for being honest because it's really difficult to be honest about things yeah. that are vulnerable on social media and so then i started seeing that my story is kind of helping other people to feel better um, so I kind of, it just like kind of became my job to just continue being honest about the fact that life sucks sometimes, but life is also pretty good. I mean, it's up and downs and we, we, you know, it's just life. Be happy, be positive and just, you know, build your mental health. So, yeah. 
So that just became the path that I wanted to take to be like this positive person that people, you know, can use to to feel seen and strong. And I got the feeling after seeing your content that Save Me is also about this mental health and related to that. Uh, could you maybe uh, tell us what the song is exactly about and what you feel? Yeah. Um, so when I was writing this song, I I didn't like... It just became natural to me that what the meaning was uh, when I was writing the lyrics. And it's it's just frankly about my experience um, in school, in middle school, in high school. Um, we came to Norway when I was seven, eight years old. And we were one of the few Liberians in my town, a really small town. Um, and growing up being different in school with kids that look nothing like you is a really hard thing to do. Um, and kids are mean. Kids can be very mean. They are very honest. Um, they don't have any filters. So, so they just made me aware of the fact that I didn't fit in. I didn't belong. Um, so this song is, is about the people who don't fit in, people who feel different, lonely. Um, but it's so important for me to also say that the song is about owning your difference and standing up to the fact that you do belong. And I think that that's also something that you're going to see on the stage. You're going to see someone who's fighting for herself. So I'm so excited to show you guys that. So are we. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and in the song, you keep saying over and over, the roof is coming down. And now having read, uh, you know, your your path from Liberia to Norway and all about your, like you, you were saying, your, your your time in school and how difficult that was. I, I can only imagine what the roof could be. It could be one of many things. So what what is the roof in the song? Exactly. It could be so many things. And I love the fact that people are just, you know, analyzing it themselves. Uh, but for me, uh, the roof is hurry up. The roof is coming down is choose a side. Either you um, believe what the bullies are saying or the people who, you know, don't like you. Either you believe them and go that path or you choose to stand up for yourself. But you kind of have to hurry because you have to make a choice. You know, your survival depends on you making a choice. Um, and what do, you want, what, do you, what do you want to achieve while listeners are listening to your song? It's really divided because it is like a party song, right? It's like an uplifting, like party song. So I want people to be happy and positive. Um, so I want them to just use that song as like an anthem to just push through. Just, you know, just be happy, be positive. Life is good. You belong here. Make your stand. And maybe on, on that note, um, did you watch uh, Hit One of... Um, oh my God, if I watched <laughs> it. Yeah. How, did, <laughs> how did it make you feel? Oh my God. I called my mom and she was like, I I, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, mom, I'm not in Heat One. You know, you can calm down. I'm not singing today. Was she nervous for you? She or? was so nervous. <laughs> you weren't even in the show. I love it. I was even there. Like, Think about how she's going to react when I actually do sing. But I was also really nervous. I was like, oh my God, this is the first heat. How is it going to, yeah. It was, it was, it was amazing. So many different acts, yeah. so many different stories to tell. 
yeah, it's gonna, yeah. And Norway chose three very different songs too. Yeah, yeah. they did. And so it's like, what does Norway want then? So that's gonna be really exciting. Like, where, where are we going? There's never really a recipe, if you ask me. Like, you know, this is the the the, um, the great idea of of uh, being involved with Eurovision, or let's say at, at, at this point with national selection for Norway. And you can, you know, you can get from you know kings and queens and wolves and bananas and you know roots. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, I mean, you can you can never know what you will get. So I think this is the the best part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, a smaller artist. That's just the best thing to know that, you know, everyone has a chance. Yeah. And, uh, well, when the listeners will hear this, it won't be that current, but I think your music video just got released today from what I saw on TikTok. Yes. Um, yes. And also, uh, the message is very clear here. Uh, I only saw the icon with the messages that got, uh, you know, the, all these bullying messages. Um, how was this music video created? Um, it was created from, you know, a package. I, I'm really happy that we got to like, everything from the song to the music video to the stage has a meaning and it ties everything together. Um, and it just tells the story of my experience um, as a child. Um, and I think the most beautiful part of the music video is that my grown version meets the, the child version and they hug. And that's, to me, that's a powerful message um, that, you know, you can have a really bad past, but you can still have a good future. Yeah. But it's also like a full circle moment, isn't it? Like, it's, it, is it something from the video that you will bring on the stage of MGP as well? Some kind of connections with it? Can we expect something in that yeah. direction? Well, because it's an animation, um, it's going to be obviously quite different. But I think the end message where she like she writes out, I'm good enough um, at the end, um, that's her standing up for herself. So that's something that you're going to see on stage. You're going to see her, me standing up for myself. And I think that we got to like, we did it in a really, really beautiful way. I'm really happy. Oh, I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm like building it so high, Jesus. <laughs> um, well, of course, uh, the question is, where did all this motivation to enter MGP come from? Did you Have you followed Eurovision and MGP in the past? Are you a fan of it? I you... love MGP. I love Eurovision. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've never dreamt of being um, a part of MGP Eurovision because I don't think that I've ever, I dared to think um, that I could ever be a yeah. part of it. But now I'm, I'm trying to manifest me being in it. I'm yeah. trying to like envision that I am actually good enough to maybe represent Norway. We hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any any former um, songs or winners or contestants besides you know the ones with the bananas that <laughs> kind of stick out for you that you remember or that you hum along in your head or anything like that? I always say Celine Dion, um, but that's just because she's Celine Dion. But I really yeah. love like Denmark, the tears uh, teardrop. Mm -hmm. um, I really love that song. Only teardrop. Um, 
And of course, uh, Attention is such a great song. She didn't reach um, Eurovision, but it's mm. such a great song. Fairy Tale, I'm now I'm just, you know, going for Norway, but Fairy Tale was so unique. Like it was so clean and so easy. I love that. And of course, um, Spirit in, sky, in the Sky. Um, yeah. And also, Lorraine is just a banger. She just creates, like, I don't even know how she does it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I would say Celine Dion because I, I also read that apparently when you when you were first singing when you were a child you used to try and hit those high notes like Celine Dion so it's yes. almost like this is manifesting destiny a little bit yeah I would yeah. say so Dave yeah like everything is just tying together yeah no and I have to say I don't think you'll be in much trouble because I have to be honest I didn't know you before MGP uh, in Austria and uh, I saw you and you were so likable immediately and then I got connected to the song and your story and I think with the staging as well you will be able to do that with all the viewers at home and I actually yeah. think you can be a very very big surprise yeah I really I I'm I'm trying to like think positive um, because these are big 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 names and they have huge teams behind them but as we saw yesterday, um, I think the stage performance is going to have a lot to say. Um, so I hope that I can, you know, tell my story through 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 the staging, because I know that a lot of people don't know who I am. So, yeah. Have you recorded your little postcard yet before um, before your song will come on or will you do that just before the show next week? Uh, which post? What? What? So they do. They, they interview you for um, usually for a minute or two. There's a little piece okay. before you you go on stage. Have they yeah. done that yet, or will you, you've already done it? Yes, I've already done that part. Okay, so you no, this is able to tell your story that way a little bit too, so people can get to know you. Yes, exactly. And this um, is done I, seconds I, before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right before stage. So like yeah. you, you change so quickly as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. It's You're a just <laughs> That would have been so hectic. Yeah. But I, I told, like, we were watching it yesterday, and everyone's, like, uh, postcards, as you said it, cards, um, they, they were so lighthearted and so fun, but mine's more like, oh, I was bullied. So so it's going it's gonna, <laughs> to take, like, a, a different route, but it's going to tie everything together. Yeah, it'll, it'll explain the song, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's very important, I think. No, um... Yes. You have a very strong message that is clear to us. Do you maybe have a message to our listeners just to conclude this episode with you? Uh, yes, I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to my song. Um, Save Me is one of my most self-made streams songed. Um, so that's an incredible thing. Um, and I just want to say that to anybody out there who needs, you know, a friend, a shoulder to cry on you save me as as that and i'm i'm so grateful for everyone who's listening to my song thank you thank you so much well we're crossing all fingers from you i think we'll try to vote for you with a vpn or something <laughs> <laughs> yes please. we will find a way we will find, we will find a way that. yeah <laughs> so people can't people abroad can't vote even if you log on the browser i tried it yesterday and it's yeah. worked but uh the issue is i think they have a system to connect vpns i'm not sure because dave was okay. just watching and it wouldn't even let him because they detected your vpn right yeah <laughs> but you're so far away though so maybe maybe it's a european thing 
I will try it out for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, you said like it was hectic. It would be hectic before the performance. Like our our recordings are always hectic. So maybe we should change <laughs> to hectic bridges Eurovision podcast. So. It's usually my. It's usually it's usually my fault. So, <laughs> so this Thank is so really much. fun talking to you guys. Yeah. Likewise. Best of luck on on thank on you. the stage, and once again, thank you for taking your time on Sunday to yeah. talk to us. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so Take much. Take care. Thank you. Can't wait to see it. Thank Pleasure. you. What an inspiring interview! I'm still, you know, I'm still speechless. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm so happy and, and thankful that we got to talk to her. And like we were saying before, I just I just hope the Norwegian audience. Um, gets to know her and likes the song and um, picks up the phone. Well, I guess not pick up the phone because they don't televote in Norway, but pick up their apps and, and vote. Yes, you gotta. And uh, I honestly, I think this has a lot of potential. And I really think, you know, the fandom and, you know, all the polls so far have slept on her a little bit and overlooked that potential. And I really hope that she can prove it this Saturday. I think her message would resonate with a lot of people, not just in Norway, but if she if she could get to the Eurovision stage, I think uh, with the promotion that would come with that, I think a lot of people would discover her and her music and her background and, and really resonate and connect with that. And she could have a big impact in Malmö. Well, uh, we've got a bit serious at the end, but uh, of course, it's a fun podcast. Um, Check out our article about Anne Princess on buildingbridgespod.com. And of course, follow our socials. We're at buildingbridgespod pretty much everywhere. And uh, maybe we have another MGP Heat 3 interview tomorrow. Or maybe not. Who knows? Oh, I think we do. I think I think we've kind of used uh, our socials to spoil that. People know there's a fourth one coming. They just don't know who we're going to talk to tomorrow. Maybe they recognize the dark shape. Maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned and click in tomorrow. <laughs> bye bye.